Guten Morgen, friend Aloins, or Guten Abend, depending on where you are in the time of your day that you are listening to this dark mode episode. It has been some time since I hit the record button on a solo episode, but we are doing this in light of the recent event, which was Acer CyberCon in Melbourne. I'm recording this the week after, so it was last week. Thought I'd just jump on, create an episode because. I was overwhelmed. Honestly, I was absolutely overwhelmed with the amount of you who came up, uh, who wanted to have a chat, uh, who wanted to have a hug, who wanted to have a high five. Uh, people were waving from across the room in certain briefs, which I'm sure was awkward for the speakers, but uh, shout out to those people who, who did wave in some of them. But honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming and saying hello and for all your greetings and blessings. It was, as I said, overwhelming the amount of people that I did get to to speak to, to, to say hello and, and really just talk about the, uh, the podcast and, and what Gabe and I are doing on this platform and everyone was super supportive. So again, thank you for, for spending the time with me and, and coming across to the Dragos booth to say uh, hello, which is where I spent most of my time. Um, it was, it was fascinating. I had a lot of you come up because I was working booth duty for Dragos throughout the three days. I did get a chance to go and see some of the talks, which was amazing, but it was really cool. Lots of you did come by the booth and, and give me your feedback on some of the speakers, some of the content and, and some ideas for the podcast, which was really cool. Shout out to Matthew, Matt, you know who you are. You, are, you definitely helped uh, spur some of, some of my rabbit holes that I am absolutely going down this week. So thank you for that. I've got some old school school notes on a, on a notebook I took uh, last week when I was uh, when I was Ace CyberCon. So forgive me for looking down here, but uh, I just wanted to recap some of the speakers. There was an absolute abundance of speakers this year at CyberCon. Uh, big shout out to the Acer team; uh, they've done a massive job in in continuing to transform what is one of the premier events on the cyber speaking calendar, uh, and. I think there was something like uh, 10 tracks, simultaneous tracks. Uh, so there was an absolute overload of, of speakers, which is amazing to see. So many people wanted to get up and, and talk about what they're passionate about. Some of the talks that I did get to, I have to mention Sean Duca. Sean, your speech was, was your speech. Your talk was fascinating. Um, it was a packed room. Uh, I was standing at the back. And Sean spoke on how to hack a nation for fun and profit, unraveling the art of cyber espionage and economic manipulation. Sean talked through the cyber kill chain, which had a lot of people opening their, their cameras to take phone, uh, to take photos on their phones. Um, I, you know, being the, the ignorant one, just assumed that that was common knowledge, but uh, there's a lot of people taking photos of the cyber kill chain. Sean did a great job of breaking that down and then used uh, a Palo Alto tool called Expanse. Um, which is uh, which is where he was able to discover uh, a ton of, uh, and it was actually scary the numbers that Sean was was talking to, a ton of critical infrastructure, including banks that had uh, significant actively exploited uh, services uh, that were publicly exposed. Uh, we're talking things like um, <laughs> the email exchange servers. Um, we're talking basic things like uh, like DNS uh, maintenance. Um, so Sean's talk was fantastic as always, as a friend of the podcast, it was always great to see him uh, up on stage doing what he loves best. 
the scary part of the end was he was reminding people to brush their teeth every morning. That's when I left because I needed to go and do that. But it was all about cyber hygiene at the end, which was great too. So that was a great one from Sean. I did get to see one of Dragos's own in action and catch up with Heath Moody. Heath has just joined us at Dragos and is the founder of Vets in Cyber. Something that both Gabe and I are very passionate about is in our heritage is a veteran in the cyber community. So it was awesome to catch up with Heath and he now works for Dragos, which is even cooler. So I get to spend more time uh, with Heath, which is fantastic. I didn't get to see Heath on stage, but I know he talked about building an open and honest community uh, and really an open and honest look at the values and realities of veterans in the community, which the cyber community embraces. Throughout the event, throughout the week, I spoke to a lot of veterans. It was, it was really cool to see how many veterans came up, said hello, said that they listened to the podcast and and get a lot out of it. So uh, again, thank you for that. On the uh, on the veteran uh, conversation, Lachlan McGrath. Um, this is a shout out from uh, Matt R. Again, he came straight back after this talk here and made sure that I was aware of it. Because to be honest, I wasn't until this point. But since doing some research on uh, on the topic that he spoke to, which was keyboard warriors and Australian volunteer cyber force, I found it really interesting. And it's certainly something that, uh, that we will explore further on the podcast. Perhaps we'll, we'll reach out to Lachlan maybe to, to come on a further episode, but essentially we're talking about Australia as an enticing target for cyber criminals and nation state adversaries due to its extensive internet penetration and rather wealthy economy, uh, put into context. Uh, how do we meet the challenge of that? Uh, and he suggests the solution to that is, uh, the Australian government should establish a civilian cyber core under the juris jurisdiction of uh, the ACSC, which would essentially be a part-time part volunteer cybersecurity organization that, that works in support of Australian government interests. Uh, he mentions that similar, organ similar organizations exist in other countries, like the Joint Cyber Reserve Force in the UK, now the cyber unit of the Estonian Defense League, and the Wisconsin and Michigan Cyber Response Team equivalents in the United States. He also says that the purpose of this uh, should be to provide the Australian government with an increased cybersecurity capability for preparation against cyber attacks, provide training for members, and provide a government-directed incident response surge capacity. Uh, so that was a really interesting take, essentially like a similar model to what the SES, or here in Australia, is the State Emergency Services, or a rural fire service, which are uh, civilian volunteer services. So SES in the event of, of a, a natural disaster, uh, the SES is there with volunteer uh, service men and women to support the, uh, the restoration uh, efforts uh, and the support of retrieving civilians that are caught up in that. And rural fire service, very similarly, um, but they, uh, as the name suggests, that the service men and women in, in that core uh, look after rural firefighting, really critical capabilities to that Australians rely on daily. So it's, uh, it's, it's not a novel concept, uh, or a novel concept, but it is certainly something that, that piques interest. And, and I have no doubt that Lachlan in his talk at ACES CyberCon has unveiled a lot of, uh, a lot of critical thinking with that, that topic. I'll put something in the show notes. Uh, for that, but we will reach out to, uh, to Lachlan for sure. And then one I did get to go to, which was the very start of ACES CyberCon, uh, I was, I was really keen on getting to this one was Roberto Rodriguez talking on empowering security teams with generative AI. Um, everyone talks about AI. Uh, there was, uh, there was some people with cameras going around interviewing uh, and asking for people's uh, 
outlooks on the future of cybersecurity and, and what some of the key uh, focus points should be. Uh, and after my little interview, I asked the, uh, the interviewer how many times people had said AI, and she said almost everybody, which, uh, which was interesting. But uh, Roberto's talk was fascinating, talking about empowering security teams with generative AI. He went through a whole bunch of concepts that, that made sense. And I think a lot of people took a lot of value from things like uh, feed forward neural networks when it comes to, um, you know, left to right input to output concepts there, uh, where it goes input layer, uh, from where you're trying to feed in the hidden layers that exist within, and then the output, uh, and, and lots of the learnings happen in that hidden layer, um, based off the topology of these, uh, generative pre training transformers, interesting concepts. Uh, I think we'll see more of that in the future, and uh, and I'm certainly excited as to what will uh, impact cybersecurity in the future when it comes to AI. What else happened at CyberCon? Uh, it was great to catch up with so many uh, old colleagues, so many friends in the industry, uh, and uh, and represent Dragos. I know that Gabe wasn't able to make it, but Palo Alto Networks was also very well represented there. The attendance numbers were quite large. I think there was something around four or 5,000 on day one. So that just goes to show that so these types of events are really starting to grow and the amount of talk tracks and accepted talks at this year's CyberCon is a testament to that. Uh, it wouldn't be an ASA CyberCon uh, recap if I didn't mention the block party, uh, the block party on night two. It's always an event that, uh, that people look forward to. And another great event where I was able to catch up with a lot of you in the dark mode community. I didn't make it past the second bar in, in there. There's I think four or five bars in a, in a row. I didn't get to get past the second because there were so many people who wouldn't have a chat, which it sounds like I'm floating my own boat here, but it was actually really cool just to talk to, to a lot of you about the podcast, a lot of you about Dragos, a lot of you about just general things in life and general things in the cyber community. Uh, a few of you gave us some great ideas. There's a number of uh, exciting things happening with dark mode in the coming months, which we're excited to share. And there's a lot of good things in, in the pipeline coming. So that really is uh, a recap of CyberCon in terms of the, the speeches uh, and the amount of you that reached out. Um, I think the underwhelming or the underwhelming, that is the poor term there, the overwhelming thoughts or the, the, uh, the feeling of CyberCon this year was community. Um, and, and I say that in my own belief there, uh, the talk certainly weren't focused on community, but the undertones of, of everyone being there, um, seeing people you know, less high fives, fist bumps and, and elbow taps this year, it was all about hugs, which was really, really nice to see. There was lots of, uh, there was lots of engagement. There was lots of people talking, catching up with, with old friends and lots of people there that were, were there to, to really graph the concept of community and what, uh, what the cyber industry and technology more broadly is bringing to Australian, uh, Australians alike. So Ace of CyberCon last week was fantastic. Uh, a lot of friends of the dark mode yeah, were in attendance. Lots of the community were there and Richard Magalad, I, I know that you'll, uh, you'll get upset if I don't get you, give you a shout out. It was great to catch up with you. I actually had a dream, funnily enough, about Richard Magalad the night after the, the, one of the afternoons I caught up with Richard and we were sharing a rosé. I think you were on the, had a red wine actually, but I digress. And, and I asked Richard, what happens to the birds that get trapped into the, the MCC or the, the Melbourne Convention and Entertainment Center? And with a sad look, he said that they need to be eradicated because they get stuck in there. 
And uh, I had a dream about Richard and I uh, were in charge of eradicating birds who got stuck into the MCEC after. So Richard, you are in my thoughts as always. You're a great friend of, of the podcast. Um, it was good to catch up with, uh, with the Recorded Future team. Uh, we've done a lot of work with, with the Recorded Future crew. Uh, and uh, it was good to, to catch up with, with the Recorded Future team in person. I know that uh, some of you that thought I didn't exist in person and I was a generative output myself. I did get to see them in person after a long time. So as I mentioned, uh, lots of hugs, lots of high fives, lots of chats, uh, and, and lots of input. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. I know Gabe does, and, uh, and we're excited to, to bring dark mode to a lot more of these types of events. If there are some of the, the event organizers within the dark mode community, please reach out. We will be reaching out at some of the requests of some of you, and we'll be bringing dark mode and some of our recordings to these conferences over the next 12 months. So if you do have a conference, whether it be big, small, medium, huge, reach out. Uh, Gabe and I are interested in bringing what we have as a community to these types of events uh, and doing some post-analysis and helping broadcast the, the mission of these cybersecurity events. With that, I will leave you. This has been a short episode. The longer ones are following. We will resume our standard broadcasting in a couple, uh, sorry, in a week's time. We've got a number of good episodes in the, uh, in the lineup. Lots of them already pre-recorded too, which is uh, even more exciting. It means I know what the content is and, and I'm sure you will be excited by them as well. Do us a favor. If you haven't subscribed to uh, us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on YouTube, whatever the platform is that you choose to listen and consume this content, please do us a favor and subscribe. The more of the subscription uh, pieces we get means that the bigger our audience grows in terms of numbers which in turn means we're able to get bigger guests on. We've had some absolute cracking guests over the last couple of years. feels like a couple of years, and we want to get some even bigger ones coming on. I'm excited for some of those conversations that are underway at the moment. But please do us a favor, get on, like, subscribe, share, comment, do what you need to do, uh, and please help get the message out because we are only just starting. Thank you, Dark Mode community. See you on the next episode.